Hey, hey, everybody, it's your girl, Storytelling Miss Ta on deck. And it's your girl, Psychic Synonymous, still anonymous. And together we are your favorite besties. So, hi, guys. We hope you guys are living your best life and um, enjoying your week or weekend whenever you guys are hearing this. Mm-hmm. Anonymous, what do we have on deck today? Dad says he has no interest in reconnecting with older kids since moving on with his new family. What? You heard that right? Whoa. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, whoa. I would like to say that could be a harsh statement, but then again, what if the family dynamics can get really ugly at times? And I think that we have to remember that uh, the people in your family will be two people: your best enemies and your worst friends. I mean, your your best friends and worst enemies. Okay. Um, what What do you smell that? No, because it's true. <laughs> like, it's just, no, you, because you kind of looking off smell. Like what is no, it? No, because it's that? true. It's absolutely true. I'm letting you go ahead and, and speak on it. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But it's true. Fam, the family dynamic is funny, and even the love dynamic in terms of spouses that we choose for ourselves and stuff like that. Um, those people are signed up to teach us the most, and so oftentimes they hurt us the most. Right. Because everybody, we all share the teacher and uh, student dynamic. Right. right. So yeah. Anyway. Um, let's get into this. It says, my ex-wife and I had a horrific divorce. Mm -hmm. Uh, when my son was 10 and my daughter was 12, he began. Originally, my wife had been cheating on me, but truthfully, we were horrible to each other and it showed the divorce. So, is that cold for you cheated on her too? Hmm. Did you see? It sounds like Really, we was horrible. No, just say you cheated too. So, we get the (laughs) back and Exactly. You gave me as good as you got. They always want to leave out the stuff that's unfavorable Mm -hmm. to them. But anyways, we ended up with a 50-50 custody, but she fought tooth and nail to get full custody. And for two years, we kept slogging it through the courts. After the expenses of the divorce, alimony, child support, I had enough and just wanted to never see her again and start my new life. Okay. Not being able to see the kids for the holidays because she decided to travel to the other side of the country to see her new husband's family turned into he doesn't want to see you, he claimed. Every visit felt like I was trying to undo my ex-wife's lies to my kids. Wow. They didn't seem to believe a word I said, and she had her claws in deep. All they wanted from me was money, and unless I sent it, I never heard from them. I bought them both new phones, but I never got a call or a text that wasn't about money. What say you about that? That's dirty. But you know what? I've heard of people who, um, I've heard of people like that. I don't think it's appropriate. I absolutely do not think it's appropriate. It's a very selfish thing to do. Mm-hmm. But, but in all fairness, we're only hearing one side of it. Exactly. I'm sure if we was to, to give her the mic, throw her the mic and say, sis, what happened? Mm-hmm. Her story would, would read well, a lot right. different. So probably be as different as night and day. Right. But just hearing what's written here, it sounds pretty bad. It does. It sounds pretty bad. Uh, it sounds like, you know. Two people who got together who should have never got together to begin with. Right. Um, you know, people get together for all reasons. Theirs could have been lust at the time. I can't say that for sure. But I, the reason I'm saying it could have been lust at the time is because both of them cheated on each other. Right. Clearly, he's not admitting his, but he did. He did. You know, you can just hear in between what he's saying. Right. So, but anyways, if you guys are both cheating, which is actually, believe it or not, a common thing in marriages. I don't, <laughs> that's another story because I don't understand why people get married just to cheat on each other. What is the point of saying I do if you don't? Right. You know, you can just keep it and in a real polyamorous type of relationship. That's another story. But yeah, but you're right. Sometimes you feel like that at the time and then your feelings change. But it's like, you know, I think a lot of times people get married for the wrong reasons. They do. 
But anyways, um, what was I going to say? These types of cases are really, really common, right? Story time. Of course it is. You know, when you, uh, when the, when the good is good, but when it's bad, all hell breaks <laughs> <are> loose. <laughs> And now they you become know, mortal enemies. What they say that you have to go to some kind of some kind of counselor, talk to your friends who've been married for a long time, or something, you know, and try to figure out well, how did it all go wrong? Right. Again, you know, on one day he ate the last fucking thing in a popcorn. I could take it. I lost it. I was just throwing the camera back. <laughs> I told him to put I the saw. seat down. I fell in. I tell him you little lost, you left footed, low life. I told you to put the seat down. I'm tired of falling. You know, it's, there's something and funny it's like small that. Stuff. There was this one lady, I was watching Divorce Court with Judge Lynn Tola before, mm-hmm. and it was this one, it was, it was an adorable case because this husband and wife had been together for 60 years oh, and wanted a divorce. Lady, like, y'all sure? She said she just can't stand them no more. She just cannot stand them no more. And the judge was laughing. She was trying not to laugh. She was like, sis, really? She was like, she just cannot stand him anymore. <laughs> She, she wanted a divorce. Yeah, she just. she was bringing up something that he does to annoy that annoys her. It could have been I don't remember verbatim what it was, but let's say it was the way he ties his belt. Uh-huh. And so as she said, it's just the way he ties. But he starts laughing in the courtroom. It's like you know you annoying that you're doing provoking her. Yeah. But anyway, when couples start behaving badly, really. But it was just cute. I'm like, oh no, I was rooting for them. I wanted them to stay together. But anyway. So let's get back to this. He said, I ended up remarrying and starting a new family, this time not making the same mistakes, okay? I haven't heard from my children in just over 10 years. I tried contacting them both when they each turned 18, but my messages were ignored, so I decided not to be not to bother anymore. Um, however, his daughter recently tried to reach out to him, and he said, in his opinion, too little, too late. He said, I decided... I'm in some regards, I really can't. I agree with that. If I put myself in his shoes, nah, you ain't finna play with me like that. I'm a human being too. I got feelings. So if you, you know, by the time that you get of legal consent age and you have the right to choose on your own, right? Not because mommy or daddy says you know you cannot, you have to do this stuff, right? And perhaps you're not under the rules. You're grown enough where you can go outside and catch a bus or drive a car and go to the ice cream shop and talk to me and say, look, I can't talk long, but I miss you and I love you, dad. You know. Mm -hmm. And if you can't make that decision by the time you get of consent age, ten years later, I'm done with you. I forgot you even exist. So. You know, unless there's something major like a surgery or a funeral or something else like that, I'm probably going to need to be involved. Mm. Like, if I'm not going to be involved in all the glory, then please, do, you know, do, you're just going to call me when the doom comes. <laughs> <laughs> you're just going to call me when the doom comes. That's what it feels okay. like. Okay, he said, I decided not to reply. He said, I have a new family, and I feel like I tried before. Um, why did why did she wait so long to get in contact? My number or email hasn't changed in more than a decade. Both of them knew where I lived. Both of them knew I was open for a relationship, but they decided to ignore it all. And now, uh, so now the guy wants to know um, if he's wrong for wanting to just move on and focus on the family that he loves. I can't. His new family. I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to go ahead and say I can't be mad at this guy. Mm-hmm. I can't be. It feels okay because earlier on in the the way he describes the relationship with the wife and the former wife or whatever else and and their family dynamic, it sounds like you know things happen, things go left. Okay, things mm-hmm. happen, they go left. After some time, it it all the, what to say the house of cards come tumbling down, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so the kids were minors at that time, right? Mm-hmm. But at some point during the separation, they turned into young adults. Right. They turned into young adults who had the right to choose. Right. So at some point it was no longer your mom saying it now graduated until well we ain't doing this so long or well you know dad'll be okay dad's on his own to you know what we'll forget it 
Mm-hmm. Nobody's thinking about dad. Dad could have been on his damn deathbed, you know, whatever else. He could have been crying and praying to God, please bring my kids back to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you guys didn't even blink an eyebrow until, what, 10 years later after God gave me strength to pick up and go on, you know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and find courage to remember that he was somebody, an individual, before he ever had that ex-wife and kids. Mm-hmm. And now you guys think y'all should just be able to come back in and start right where you left mm-hmm. off or... You know what I mean? So I understand his perspective. I do. And I say that if he, if he's made a choice that, you know, he, he, you know, he feels like it's going to be more comfortable for his mental health Uh and sanity that he kind of let that thing go, then I have to say, I understand. Okay. No. Okay. I get that. I'm actually, I'm biased on the situation. I have to be honest. Yeah, I know. I'm biased. I know. The reason that I'm biased is because of this. The the mother in me says, once I'm a mother, I'm always a mother. I don't care if my kids turn a hundred. I'm still mom. You know, and I, that's so that's part of me. I look at it like that. And then also, too, we have to understand something is that children are stupid a lot of times. No offense, children, but n- not that they're stupid. That's the wrong word. Children are as immature by design. They're supposed to be immature. And the reason that they're immature is because they're lacking what we have. What's that experience? So therefore, I wouldn't have let it get to 10 years and I not have for my kids. It's not ever going to be a period of time to where even if they're not reaching out to me, I'm going to reach out to them. You see what I'm saying? But I would take more so of that approach, especially in their younger years, because he talks about when they're 18, how nobody reached out to him. I get that. Uh, but when they were younger, it feels like he tried a little here and there, but he really wasn't trying to push the issue. You know, that type of thing. But I think that he should have been a bit more aggressive mm-hmm. when they were younger, because, you know, even though the situation with him and the mom didn't work out, and like he said, at one point when the relationship was over, he just felt like he didn't ever want to see her again. And sometimes, this is the part that he's not saying, but I do believe. The part that he's not saying that I do believe is like, you know what? Have you ever been with somebody when the relationship was over, you fucking hated them? Yep. Okay. I feel like he felt like that way about her. But guess what the kids are? An extension of her. Guess who the kids look like? Not just him, but her too. I understand. So I think that part of that, I hate that bitch so much, kind of translating and trickle down to the kids a little bit. It's like, okay, I'll make some effort, but I'm not about to go all out of my way because they're attached to who? Her. So I think that he, whether he consciously or unconsciously did that, I think that that was at play here. And I have seen this happen before and be a common theme in a lot of relationships. People, the relationship is over and they leave the kids behind. I know. I hate you see that. what I'm saying? They say, I mean, I, I'm I, washing I my hands on the kids too because I hate that person. I don't want to be with them. And then they wash their hands on the kids too. Yeah. That's, it's unfortunate. I think some of that is at play here. I do. I, I, I have to be surprised. honest. I do think a big part of that is at play here. Um, so that's one thing. And then um, on the other side of that, 10 years is a very long time not to have any contact with your children. Like I said, children are children because they're immature. They're lacking in experience. They're still growing. They're still learning. But you're the adult. You have more experience. Does that mean that you're supposed to be an eternal punching bag? Hell no. I'm against that. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is this. A year passes, you don't hear from them, right? Uh, do you know how long a year is to pass without you hearing from your kids? That's though? a long time. Let's be honest. That's a a long year time. is a long time to pass without you hearing from your kids. So if a year passed and, you know, you can't hear from your kids, they never made contact with you, be a parent. Be a parent. Reach out to them. Well, but what about, and I understand exactly where you're coming from there, but what about if the circumstances... Not it's beefless with her, not the I know, kids. I know, but here's the whole thing. But the circum, So what if the circumstances, his beef is with her, not the kids, right? Right. But the kids is rotten too. I once dated a guy who had kids from hell. Okay. Yeah, okay. His All right. kids were from See, hell. He didn't say his kids were from hell. I know, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I, I mean, he I'm said some little things. Right. Mm-hmm. I've once dated a guy who had some horrendous children. 
Yeah, okay. that that type of thing won't work. Little devil seeds. So I was, I mean, so my whole thing was, you know, they're your children, you love them, so you should have to deal with them. You have to deal with them. I don't, you know what I mean? But I would look at like if, if you know, if he ever decided that he wanted no part of that, I completely understand. They were really not decent human beings, you know? And they were an extension of who? Their mother. Their mother wasn't very decent either. Right. You know, so it's kind of hard. It's like, the circumstances that. That I, I have to frown and say, well, I understand. Take you and your good sanity and go have a nice life. Mm-hmm. You try. You put you put the what they say. You extend the olive branch. <laughs> now go on and have a good life. Because <laughs> you ain't gonna torture me for the rest of this incarnation. Right. Is what I'm saying. Okay, I have the right to be happy too and free of headaches. So. And then the thing that gets me about this uh, story is, he says when the daughter got older, about a, or recently, whatever, she reached out to him and tried to contact with him, and he was like, nope, he's done. Throw his hands up, right? But here's my whole he thing. Has I the right. He does have a right, but I think that you should. Uh, my opinion is this: as a parent, at least hear her out. You don't know what she has to say. She never heard him out when he kept trying. She to could be dying of cancer. Back. He doesn't know that. He could have been. She didn't yeah, know that. But, but he didn't reach out to her. I mean, but he's, we're talking about after a 10 year period, he didn't reach out to her. She's reaching out to him. My point to you is this. Uh, you don't know what's going on in her life. You don't know why she reached out to you. It could be anything. See, she could be on about. her last days of living. We and don't I would know be very that. disappointed. Don't you, you know, reach you out to me for doomsday no, only? No, but, I'm but, human but, too. Wait a minute. Here's the whole thing. Sure. But would you rather your child reach out to you in their last days or not? All you got speaking to tell me as a bad news? Speaking as a real well, parent. Well, let me ask you this. Story time, you're being fake now. No, no I don't hear anymore. All you got to tell me is bad news? Fake. You ain't got no good news? You, you if fake. you ain't got no good news. I know news. you. No, 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 no. no. You guys got, got no story time, news. she's putting on. Excuse she me. She would do anything no. to if have that communication. you ain't got no good news, and I would say take the bad news to the afterlife. You ain't got to tell me no bad news. Oh, so you would rather they just pass on? You're going to tell some bad news right before you go. Well, well, damn, that's so, horrible. So you don't care about them having a the chance to say goodbye? So this whole time, now, I thought what if she wanted, What if she wanted to apologize? What if she reached out? He, go with me on this. What if she reached out because she wanted to apologize to him? What if she reached out because she said, hey, Dad, you know what? When you tried to reach out back then, I was with Mom, and I was kind of, you know, under her wing, and I, I, I didn't feel um, confident enough to talk to you on my own without Mom's, inter, inter, what is it called, interference, or something like that. But I had some time to think about that. I've grown up and not matured, and I just wanted to tell you I'm sorry. Yeah, he'll never know that though if, but he, the thing is he'll never know it because well, he, he said I wash my hands to them I got a new family I love them well, what the hell your mama had a new family y'all was a part of that nobody wasn't loving me when I was in there eating a can of beans for dinner and sitting in my door looking out the window okay I was looking out the window wishing I could eat at the table too okay nobody wasn't ringing my phone I ring the phone and hang straight up so <laughs> I what are you talking about <laughs> that's I'm, I'm just saying that's the way that must have felt. That's what, you, that's what I'm saying, okay? I don't think that was quite okay. Case. He was cold. Down. He was standing in a little, you know, one bedroom by himself shaking and shriveling. Nobody said that. I'm upset. Stop. Stop. You don't lie. He was sitting up there watching. I'm going to stop her real quick. Let me stop her real quick because I want to say this. If you like to sponsor this podcast or any other podcast, you can sponsor us directly at anchor.fm forward slash psychics dash anonymous. Hit that sponsor button. Uh, yeah, to become yeah. a monthly sponsor, or if you'd like to take the intimate approach, you can yeah, go to our cash app, put in the dollar sign, and write your favorite bestie story time. Where can they find us if they like to drop off show ideas or leave us comments? You guys can dance on over to. Come on! Oh, so you got a Gmail? And, I mean, excuse me. Oh my God! <laughs> Forget that. Excuse me. You guys can your dance on to your favorite besties thirteen at gmail.com Okay, guys, we're going to go ahead and wrap this one up. <laughs> we're at time. We had a great time. We hope you guys did, too. So until next time, everybody, you've been rocking with your yes. favorite besties. Bye.